Hello, and welcome to the Bourbon Gents Podcast, a podcast we haven't done for a very long time. <laughs> Probably good reason. Hello, and welcome to the Bourbon Gents Podcast, a podcast about bourbon and whatever else we decide to talk about. I'm your host, Mr. Pie, and with me... As always, he's Mav. We're back, Mr. Pye. We are back with a bang or a whimper or something, but we are back. Well, it, it's pretty low-key, really. I was expecting coming into the studio this evening, loads of balloons and everything. Well, the balloons were going to fall from the ceiling, but now they're just bags with no air in them because it's been a year since we did a podcast, so it's just bits of rubber falling on your head. A whole year? A whole year. So the last time we did a podcast was the 28th of December last year. Wow. I know. So, it's been a long time. Obviously, we've seen each other in the in-between times, so it's not like we've spent a year without seeing you, but our listeners haven't heard from you. So, what have you been up to? Um, what have I been up to? I've been, I've been doing nothing, really. <laughs> this is podcast gold right from the start. Just lie. Just lie. They don't know. Just say you've been, you know, CEO of your own company, you know, Holidays all over the place. Well, um, I've been holidaying all all over the world. <laughs> no, I haven't, I haven't really done anything to be honest with you. The whole year, I've been working. I've been working hard, <laughs> and I've been drinking whiskey. Well, that's good. That's, good, that, that's, that's topical. Topical. And, uh, we've I've tried a few a few new whiskies. Yeah, along the way. Oh, we're getting straight into business then, are we? You're not gonna you're not gonna ask. <laughs> What I've been up to or anything, just straight into... Straight, okay, fine, straight into the whiskey then. Well, I, I, I thought your life was not very interesting, I mine. Have, have you done something more exciting than nothing? Than nothing? I've, I've done a few more things than nothing, yeah. Like what? <laughs> Brilliant. Why did we think this was a good idea? Okay, all right, so in the in the year that we've been away... We've not really done a lot, no. but as you say, we have tried a few whiskies here and there, and as this is the botty, the bourbon of the year, I suppose it's as good a time as any to, to talk about what we've tried, but before we do that, yeah. do we want to explain for one, the old people who might have forgotten because it's been a year, and the new listeners who might have stumbled across this, unfortunately, while looking for something <laughs> good, what is the botty, Mr. Pie? Well, the botty is the bourbon of the year. Okay. Yes. B O T Y. Do you like that? I do. I do like the. <laughs> we have the botty. So this is our fourth botty. Is that fourth? It is. Yeah. It's our fourth yeah. one, and um, it's very well. We we change the rules every year. To be honest with you, don't we? But I think I think this year is the first time we've continued the same rules as the previous year. Correct. Okay. Although about an hour before <laughs> recording, we did realise that we'd broken one of the main rules. Yes, I've done a. a a little bit of research into some of my favourite ryes, but then I realised that was one. Hang on, let me just check what rule that is. Rule number three is bourbon's only no rye. Well, it is called the botty. It's not called the barotti, is yeah, it? Yeah, I know that, but... We... So, so no rye. So do you want to whiz through these rules then and explain to people how we govern ourselves when we do the bourbon of the year? Okay, well, the, the rules are pretty simple. Uh, bourbons that we've tried, either one of us, it doesn't have to be both of us. But we must have tried a bourbon if we put it on the list we must have tried it yeah um but it doesn't have to be in the last year either ah so it could be a bourbon that we've tried 
long, long, long time ago. We just happened to love it. Correct. Okay. But I think I've, I've, we've, what we've found is it becomes more and more difficult to persuade each other to include a bourbon that we've tried 18 months ago, two and a half years ago, and we haven't kept on trying it, has it? Yeah, which I think a good example of that would be Angel's Envy. Yeah. We had that probably two or three years ago. It kept making the list, but now neither of us can remember what it tastes like. And another good example or examples are the puppies as well. Ah, yeah. yeah. They're used to a regular feature on this list, but we don't have a bar that serves them anymore. No. Um, and the bourbons can be released at any time either, so it's not any releases from this year. Um, and fourth rule is one of your favourite rules. Yeah, it's our list and we don't give a shit if you don't like it. <laughs> okay. So... I just think it's one of those things where everybody has an opinion on a list and that's fine because it's it's there to produce kind of, you know, a bit of discussion and get people talking. What we don't like about it is that people will say, that's a terrible list. How could you not include and then reel off? Well, we we sometimes do get that feedback with our top top tens in our top ten releases, don't we? Yeah. So I think all we want to point out is by saying that in a more polite way is... (laughs) This is just our opinion. You don't have to agree with it. Yeah. And also one final um, comment is if we have reviewed the, the bourbon, then we, were, we would have given it a score. But we're not really gauging today's results on, on, on scores we've given in the past. Yeah. So essentially, if we've given something 9 out of 10 and something that scored 6 out of 10 on the website comes yeah. in ahead of it, yeah, that's just what it is. So how are we going to do this? Uh, as regular readers and listeners will know, is we have a, a list of 30 to start with. So that so we've been thrashing around before the podcast recording went live, and we've nailed it down to 30 different bourbons. And from that list of 30, we're going to have an initial cut to 15. Correct. So we'll go through the list of 30, which we'll tell you in a second, and each one of us will take in turn to pick one from the 30 to go into the 15. Yeah. Then if at the end of that we agree, then we'll move on to cutting that list down further to the 10. Okay. Once we've got the 10, we then put that 10 into numerical order from best to 10th best. Okay. So I mentioned earlier, this is now our fourth list, our fourth year of doing this. So can I just test your memory, Mav? On this one? You can give it a try. (laughs) There there have been three bourbons which have appeared on every list that we've ever done. So three... regards to the bourbon of the year. So three bourbons that have been on the top ten every year. Top ten every year. Well, Noah's Mill has definitely got to be one of them. Um, I think it won the first year. Oh, that's good. And it's my favourite bourbon, so I guess I put some bias towards that. That's good, yeah. Which in turn means your favourite bourbon must be on there, which is Blanton's Gold. Uh, yes, you're correct. Uh, sliding down the scale every year, I might uh, add. As I imagine Noah's Miller's. Uh, yeah. Ah, and then the third one. So there's something else that's been on the top. I'd have to punt for the bourbon that wins our World Cup every year. Four rows of single barrel. 100%. Oh, look at that. Do I get a prize? No. Ah. <laughs> well, if you'd have told me that at the start, I wouldn't have entered. Um, I think the, the last thing to mention before we dig into this is that when we used to do podcasts, I used to do this thing called editing, 
where occasionally I would take things out that we either shouldn't have said or that we said wrong, yeah. or there'd be huge pauses or you'd hear clicks of the mouse and the keyboard going. I don't do that for Bourbon of the Year. The reason behind us recording this was that we would get together at Bourbon Gents Head Q anyway and try and go through what the Bourbon of the Year should be. And I, the idea of recording it was just that you could listen to our thought process. So instead of it just being a list that appears on the website, you could kind of get some insight into why we chose things yeah. to be in certain order or to not make the top 10 or to not even make the top 15. Um, so we leave this recording in the background and we just plod on. So you are going to hear pauses. You are going to hear a lot of the keyboard and the mouse moving around. Um, so can this, I bang the table then? You can bang the table as much as you want. <laughs> okay. You'd have to, uh, you know, let Mrs. Pie know that you've been banging the table. She might not be impressed. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, we, we don't edit this. Um, so this is really for the, the hardcore bourbon gents or the Bee Gees. The Bee Gees. The yeah. Bee Gees fans. Um, because yeah, there's no editing here. And let, we, we can't escape from the fact that there's been a lot of excitement about this podcast. Yeah, at least four people. <laughs> It's been, there's been a lot of people we left a, a little bit of a what would you call it a little bit of a um, a clue of of this podcast being recorded yes I mean a recent post the clue that you're talking of though would have been in my first detective book for three year olds wouldn't it because it was a picture of a microphone <laughs> surrounded by bourbon and it did go it did go viral it went viral for us. Anything that gets over 10 likes is what we consider viral. So, <laughs> People are gagging for the Bourbon Gents podcast again. People are, people are seriously want to know if it's going to continue. Well, it's not. So. <laughs> <laughs> no spoiler there. This is a, a one-off for the Bourbon of the Year, and you'll get another one next year. So. Well, we did, we, we did do one which was unreleased for the World Cup. It was the best podcast we've ever done. It always happens, doesn't it? The one that you lose is always the best one. (laughs) (laughs) Unlike our very final podcast ever, where we just Googled things for an hour. (laughs) Just interesting. Right, so, moment of the year. Are you ready? Yes, I'm I'm ready. Okay, niceties out of the way, Mr. Pye. This is serious now. Okay. Okay, so, we have, before this podcast started, debated... And whittled down the bourbons that we love the most to be included in the top 30. So we start from 30 bourbons and we go from there. So Mr. Pye, with your dulcet tones, do you want to <coughs> run down the top 30 in no particular order? I think, in fact, we've put them in alphabetical order so that we don't have any bias, right? Correct. Okay. So if if I, if my understanding of the alphabet is correct, here goes. Right. Uh <coughs> Woodford. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Baker's. Good. Blanton's Gold. Blanton's Single Barrel. Blanton's Straight From The Barrel. Boondocks. E.H. Taylor Small Batch. E.H. Taylor Single Barrel. Elijah Craig 12. Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. And that's the 60, 68% ABV version. Fighting Cock. Four Roses 130 Anniversary Edition. Four Roses Single Barrel. George T. Stagg 2016. Henry McKenna Single Barrel 10 year old. Maker's Mark Private Select Whiskey Shop Number 2. God, we're only halfway through. <laughs> 
Make his mark cask strength. Noah's mill. Old Forester 1870. Old Forester statesman. Old Grandad bottled in bond. Old Rip Van Winkle. Parker's heritage. Finished in orange curacao barrels. Is that right? Curacao. <laughs> Finished bourbon. Russell's Reserve Single Barrel, Smooth Ambler Old Scout Single Barrel, Stag Junior, Weller 12, Wild Turkey 101, Wild Turkey Decades, Wild Turkey Long Branch, and finally, Woodford Reserve Double Oat. Okay, so just to recap, that was (laughs) Pekas... So good, good uh, reading of the list there, Mr. Pye. Thank, Thank you, you for that. Okay, so there's our list of 30. And I think there's some, I think it's a good list. There's some very decent bourbons on that list. There is. There's some newbies on there as well, which which we've only, you know, recently tried, uh, I guess. So one of them is, is Boondocks. There's the Henry McKenna Single Barrel, which is the probably the newest of the lot, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is actually, um, because you sent me a link as it was um, on sale, and when was that? About a month ago, maybe. Yeah, because I sign up for I think it's as, as a lot of people do the Masters of Malt or the Whiskey Exchange. Um, they allow you to sign up for when whiskeys become available again, and I I forget how many I sign up for, and then all of a sudden they they come in, and um, this one I signed up for this a long, long time ago. And I just got an email reminder to say it's back in stock. And I think it had gone out of stock again about a day later? Yeah, like, yeah, a few hours later it was out of stock. So that's the Henry McKenna single barrel, which we'd heard a lot of good things about. And uh, I think, what, what was the price? About 60, 68 pounds or yeah, something? Yeah, something like that. So it was a, a decent price. Yeah. Um, and then one of the other new ones, which um, we saw in the whiskey shop in our city centre, which was the Maker's Mark Private Select, and that was the whiskey shop edition. That's right, yeah. So they've got, um, I mean, the, the, there are many Maker's Mark Private Selects out there, but this is this is just the one listed and exclusively for the whiskey shop UK. Yeah. Um, what else was on there? Oh, Parker's Heritage with the orange curacao, curaco. Curacao, curaco, yeah. That one. Um, that one. <laughs> so, it's, um, yeah, that's probably one of the most exclusive things that we've tried. Yeah. New this year. And we very recently, well, quite quite recently, have found the Wild Turkey Long Branch as well. Yeah, so we don't have a bottle of that, but they've started serving that in a new whiskey shop that we found in, uh, in Nottingham. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, yes. Uh, and the last one is Old Forester, 1870. Is that a new one? Um. I I was gifted that for Christmas last year. Yeah. So Okay, um, so just after That's right, yeah. the recording that we did last year. Yeah. Okay. And you can see we did um in fact our very first um side by side review was on the website this year with the old Forester. So we did the old Forester eighteen seventeen and compared it to the old Forester classic. Yeah, we did indeed. Okay. So that's our thirty. And then next up then it's a one by one we take a pick. And see if we can get it to fifteen. Yeah, uh, there was, there was. Was there any others which didn't quite make that list that you want to talk about? We had the Rocktown Arkansas as well. Yeah, it was new, but not not so great. No. And as as we said earlier, I'd made I'd looked at 
rides which I really wanted to be on the list, but then I realised there was a rule about that, which was very disappointing, I might add. Particularly as one of them was a ride that Mav actually liked. Which is rare. Which is rare indeed. The Jack Daniels single barrel ride. I was very impressed with that ride. Very impressed. It didn't have the overly spicy peppery tones that rides normally bring with them. And in fact, I think you declared that whiskey could be could be your favourite rye ever. Can you believe that? I can believe that. Yeah? I can, because there's okay. not many ryes that I would consider my favourite anything. And then the Rittenhouse rye bottled in Bond as well, which I had that ready to ready to fight to get into this top ten. But it's rye, so we're not allowed. <laughs> okay, right. So, um... I think it's now time to have a look at the top 15 then. Okay. So how do we want to do this on who goes first? Um, well, uh, Age Before Beauty, I think. Okay. All right. Who's that then? Is it me? That's, me. That's most definitely you. <laughs> okay. So you, are you going to type up the notes then, Mav? Yep. So I we will... keep a running list. Otherwise, this could get out of hand, couldn't it? I will, I will make a list, I okay. promise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think without further ado, and without shadow of a doubt, I want to straight away go for Wild Turkey Decades. Yeah, which last year came in at number two. It, it did. It, it was a late entry, I think, into um, our tasting notes of last year. Had a great... We both absolutely loved it, and the and the review scores were very high, weren't they? It it almost made number one. At the very very last minute, we just decided to try stag again just to refresh our memories. That's true, and um, I believe that's what we plan to do this year as well. Is that, is that fact, right? Yeah. Late addition to the rule. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose not not really a rule, more of a a courtesy or a refresher. What we will do is before we decide on the winner of the bourbon of the year we will just taste again last year's winner just so that we can refresh our memory of why it was chosen in the first place okay that's presuming last year's winner gets into the top 10 well that's true yeah okay so you've chosen wild turkey decades i have yes okay um well before it gets a chance to be knocked out i'm going to take noah's mill (laughs) my favorite bourbon and put that into the list. So that came in at number five last year. Okay, so it is going down down in the list, isn't it? Yeah, number one in twenty sixteen. Was sixteen the yeah. first time? Yeah. Um, and then it's yeah slid down since. Number two in twenty seventeen. Number five last year. Okay, yeah. it's still hanging into that top half of the top ten. Okay, not sure how long that can happen. Continue, I mean. Um, right, okay. Um, I think, um, for me, the next choice is pretty pretty clear-cut. Is blunted straight from the barrel. I think I would massively agree with that. Um, both gave it eights, I believe, in the, in the review we did, and actually offered a refund to anybody who bought it didn't like it. And nobody's taken us up on that. (laughs) (laughs) Did we really do that? We did, yes. Wow. (laughs) And this is the one I think that changed your mind a little bit about Blanton's. Yeah, so I've never been overly impressed with what's in the bottle. The bottle always blows me away. Yeah. 
Um, but I think Blanton's Gold and Blanton's Single Barrel didn't really do it for me. No. But this one definitely did. This is full of, like, fruits, raisins, and um, a, a, a real fireside, toasty warmth of, sort of drink. Yeah, I just I just thought it was it was something different to the to the normal Blanton's taste for me. Yeah, this one just offered more. Okay. Okay, then I will pick next. This is tough, but I'm going to take last year's winner through. Um, somebody will, I guess, have picked it at some point, but um, just to make sure. So I'm going to take George T. Stag through to the last fifteen. Okay. I think it is just something else. It is it like a I think we described it as a nuclear explosion yeah. on your tongue when you first try it. Then when you let that die down and your next sip is just pure gold. But how how long how long can this continue though on this on this top well top ten, top fifteen now? There's surely there's not going to be much of it left very soon, is there? <laughs> but also, I think this top ten is also the thing you think is best of that year. Now, Wild Turkey Decade almost toppled it yeah. last year, and I do think there's one in this list that might topple it this year. Okay. So I think it, it's just you've just got to wait for that. Either one, it runs out, and we can't remember what it tasted like anymore, or two, something else that year comes along that challenges it for the thing you've enjoyed most that year. But are you um, subconsciously, from the January the 1st this year, going, taking a drink or something and going, right, has, has, has that beaten George T. Sack? No, 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 no. Is that, is that how you're doing it? Well, considering we have to do reviews and scores yeah. on a lot of things, yes. Because you have to, at the end of the day, assess it and give it a score out of 10, right? Mm. So I would say normally you wouldn't do that, but as we review things, that happens by proxy anyway. Yeah, okay, fair point. So your next choice. Um, I will go for Smooth Ambler Old Scout Single Barrel. Okay, then I shall take that over. That was number three last year. So the top three from last year are already in it. <laughs> we could have just published last year's list and <laughs> saved ourselves an evening. Yeah, but there's this. Um, I think. Well, I scored it slightly higher than you, so. Um, but I, I just thought it was an exceptional whiskey. There was. I, I didn't find too much too too much wrong with it. To be honest with you, this was the one that we got a sample of. That's right, yeah. And we, I think we'd previously tried it. Was it one of the collection that we tried at the uh, Last Chance? That's and, right, yeah. yeah okay. It was a Smooth Ambler event there, wasn't there? Yeah, which I do remember it being particularly good. Um, but yeah, I wasn't as blown over as you were. What did I give it? A seven or an eight? You gave it a seven. Yeah, and you gave it a... I gave it an eight. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but say, saying that, I can't... To be honest with you, I can't remember when the review came out, whether it was before this list was, um, before last year's list was decided yeah. or afterwards. I think it was afterwards. I think, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But that's definitely um, reaches the unit, uh, cut of 50. Smooth Ambler Old Scout Single Barrel. 
Okay. Then for my next choice, I'm going to take over one that massively surprised me this year. Right. And that's going to be the Maker's Mark Private Select. So I say it surprised me. I suppose it shouldn't because I'm a big fan of anything Maker's Mark produce. Yeah. But with this being more of a, I guess, potluck, because each retailer or whoever it is that brings this in as their brand, yeah. brand own, they decide out of various things what goes into it. I'm going to grab the bottle. Um, so on the back of this bottle, um, there are various things that you can add as many of to essentially flavour the bourbon. Yeah. So this one's got um, the Maker's 46 um, staves yeah. that go in, some roasted French mocha, and some toasted French spice. Okay. And it tells you how many of each that they've put in it. So it's got three of the Maker's 46 staves, two of the French mocha, and two of the toasted French spice. And whether or not they were allowed to experiment with this and taste it, or whether they went potluck and decided what it was going to be, and then it turned out... Well, you mean the whiskey shop were allowed yes. to taste it? Yeah. Right, I'm not sure about that. Um, this is just amazing. And I think they've done a great job in either choosing what went into it yeah. or getting extremely lucky with what went into it. And I think there's a well, there's another version um, in Selfridges, is it, in the UK? Yes, I think Selfridges. we've not tried that one and no. we don't know what's in uh, no. that one. But so, so we have reviewed that, but it's not been released yet. It's not on the website. Correct. So that's that's coming up very soon. Yep. It could because of this, of the barrel proof. That's why. We've done a sample for the review, which was slightly higher. Yes. Yep. Okay, yes, we did. You're yeah. right. Um, but I think over, over, overall, the Elijah Craig barrel proof is definitely, definitely a winner as regards to what you found on the nose, the palate... Um, with lots of dark caramel chocolate and and coffee and so question so then, much how did this not make our top ten last year? Um, why did it not make the top ten last year? Because I don't think we reviewed it in time. We did, did we? Yeah, yeah. It was. I look. I checked. It was on the final cut last year. Um. Well, we probably we, it may be one of those where we reviewed it but didn't release it. I know that because I'm sure it didn't come out until earlier this year on the website. Do we have but to? But I could be wrong. We should double check because this is our podcast, okay. and because this is the unedited version, I think we have the ability to go back and check. So let's have a look. So we'll go into. Uh, Bourbon of the Year, Historical, yeah. 2018. And it's loading. Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. It didn't make the, didn't make the top cut. 15. Okay. Yeah, so it didn't make the initial cut. Okay. Which is very strange, isn't it? Because do you think that was the sample version that we tried at that point and we hadn't experienced having a bottle of it? And maybe taking it a bit. I think it's the other way around. I think the sample version is the one we reviewed, and that was slightly higher. Ah. And that's the one I gave the nine to. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so last year it didn't make the top 15. Right. So there we go. 
Right. Anything else you want to say on barrel proof before no. we move on? Right. Then looking down at this list, this is this is tough. This is a tough one, <laughs> as we used to say. Um, and I'm very surprised. You probably will take it over, but there's there's very limited room left for you to take Blanton's gold over. Um, that's is, because I've not not had a not had it for a while, for a long time. Well, we can always pour some. This is this is this is tough on deciding what to take over next. Um, but I think I'm going to take one that I've tried again recently. Okay, and I. I think maybe I've uh, I've left it thinking I wasn't overly fussed with it. Yeah. Or I've just forgotten how much I like it. But I'm taking Stag Junior over. Okay. So I don't think that's ever made our cup before because mainly because of Stag, I think. Right. But I had some recently and I was fairly impressed with it, to be honest. You're smiling. <laughs> are, you, are you Googling to see if we have added it before? No, um, I don't think we have. Uh, I'm just looking at how we scored it. That was all. Because we reviewed this a long, long time ago, didn't we? It was one of our earliest reviews, yeah. I think. Yeah. And I'm just checking. I think it was a bit too wow for me. Obviously... Contradicts totally what I just said about Elijah Craig. But they were early days. They were very, very early days, weren't they? They were. And you gave this um, this particular one, which was, um, obviously different ones come out. Yep. 67.2%. You gave it an 8. Ah, and you gave it a 7. Six. Oh, 7. Okay, yeah, not seven, too bad. Yeah. Okay, well, for some reason, I have ignored this on my shelf for quite some time. Okay. Recently picked it up and... Yeah, I can't believe how good it is. This is the nuclear explosion on the top. Ah, is this yes. where it was first coined? Yes, it was. Yes. Right. Okay, well, then it does its big brother proud, I think. Well, and this was also uh, reviewed, well, tasted for the first time way before um, George T. Stagg. Because in the review it says, one can only begin to wonder what you can expect when you bump into the senior offering. <laughs> well, eventually we knew what you would get. Yes. You get a 10, <laughs> which is what I gave it when we reviewed it. Yeah. Okay, so we have three slots left, of which you get two of them. Oh, unless we have a joint one for number 15. Can we decide on that? Can we hold hands while we do that as well? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, I may just mention um, Four Roses 130th Anniversary Edition. This feels Could be a spoiler alert of not reaching the top 15. I was going to say, this feels yeah. like a, let's mention it because we're not going to choose it. Yeah. And I think we're going to get a little bit of a back- backlash there. We've tried it. In fact, we th- this has been sitting around for a long time, hasn't it? As in, we've tried it, didn't, didn't really enjoy it straight away. But we thought maybe that was because we'd tried several bourbons that, that evening. Yep. So we gave it some time, quite some, some time. time. Yeah. We revisited again, written up the review notes. Not, we didn't even score it, did we? Because we were still undecided about it. Yeah. This is, I think this is one of the strangest ones because the hype for it was big. Mm. Um, I was 
very, very hyped up for trying this. Yeah. Like you said, when we first tried it, we'd sampled or reviewed quite a few whiskies that night. Yeah. So when we tried it, it didn't blow us away. So maybe we thought we'd give it more time, which is not what we usually do. No. Normally, it's reviewed there and then, and that's our take on it. And if we revisit it later, we might think about changing the score. Um, then we tried it again, and we're still not blown away from it. And I think this is the first time we've hesitated, thinking maybe it's us rather than the bourbon. Yeah. I mean, you don't, you know, as to tell your, you know, uh, whiskey reviews subjective and not everyone agrees with your opinion any sometimes never but you know sometimes you agree sometimes you don't but this one we haven't released the review yet no because we need to buy some hard hats I think (laughs) yeah Um, although I do know one person that really likes it which is my daughter's friend (laughs) yes because I stupidly left this out on the side after we had reviewed it and then I came home to find that my daughter's friend had mixed it with Coke and okay. a lot of the bottle was gone. So at least she enjoyed it. Is she going to review it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She can, we can do our very, 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 our very first review with Coke. Okay. I'd like to point out she is 18. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So, um, I seem to talk about ones that I'm not bringing over, don't I? Um, I'm going to bring over. Four Roses single barrel. Oh, I was I was worried that this might be the first time it didn't meet the cut. Yeah, um, pretty much in line with Wild Turkey One Hundred One. You know, as in, it's just outstanding single barrel. Never had a good one yet. Good point. Triple Bourbon Jones World Cup winner. Probably the best value for money bourbon you can get. 40 quid for one of the best bourbons out there. Anybody says to you, you know, I've started drinking, well, I've started drinking bourbons. I want, I want the next step up. Four rows of single barrel every time. How do you think this has avoided becoming unobtainable and costing hundreds of pounds like Weller and like the other, the other things that graduate from this, like the Henry McKenna's and those things? How's it staying? It's not that it's unknown, but how has it stayed below the radar? I don't know how it's stayed at such a competitive price. Yes. Yeah. But even it's, it's not competitive price on the shelves because people have to sell things. No one's selling Pappy when they get it into the shop at $1,000, are they? Or £1,000. No. They'll sell it at a couple of hundred and then on retail it will go back. But you never see Four Roses single barrel on sale for insane prices. No. So how is there so much of it? Why isn't it selling out? Why has nobody awarded this anything that's gotten its attention yet? Well, I think it nearly goes out of stock when when we, re- we reveal the Urban Gents World Cup results, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. We should start doing a book of, of those results. But I mean, I mean, we're just lucky, I guess, with this one that um, someone like your Jim Murray hasn't awarded this True. anything big yet. Because yeah. the moment he does, it's gone. Yeah. It's just... I mean, clearly Paul Roses are one of the biggest producers of whiskey in the world, aren't they? So there's just so much of it. But so are um, Buffalo Trace. Yeah, but they're... But okay, yeah. They're, they're limited. They're, they're limited, limited edition. They? Yeah, fair. That's fair. Okay, then we're down to our last two. Um, I'm going to take Weller 12. Really? 
<laughs> number six last year. And for me, pretty much the best wheater out there. Yeah? Yeah. The best wheater out there. For me, yes. If we're talking about standalone wheaters rather than, say, the maker's um, private select, yeah, which is a bit of an, an oddball. Okay. Still a wheater, but um, a twist put onto it. Yeah, the Weller 12 is pretty damn good. Pretty sexy bottle as well. It is. Design, with that, label. Um, with, but with that screw top, that just tops it all off. Well, that's true, it? yeah. Please, <laughs> please don't. Please, yeah, please change that design at some point. Right, now, the last of the 15, and we still have things on there like Blanton's Gold, Blanton's Single Barrel, Elijah Craig 12. Uh, another favourite of mine. E.H. Taylor Single Barrel, Maker's Mark Cast Strength, Old Grandad Bottled in Bond, Old oh, Rip Van Winkle is on there, and we can only take one across. They, I mean, I have a lot of favourites, but there's a lot of favourites on this list of 30, which are not in the 15. Blanton's Gold, Woodford Reserve Double Oak, which yeah. is such a banging, banging whiskey. Um, old Rip Van Winkle, but I think that's that's going down because of At the time that's yeah, elapsed. Yeah, the time that's elapsed. Yeah. Um, old Grandad Bottling Bond. Yeah, that's a favourite of yours. Yeah. Uh, Fighting Cock's been quiet, isn't it? <laughs> the cock has been quiet. The cock has been quiet this time. <laughs> it it had its year. It had its day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and that and that was it, wasn't it? <laughs> Elijah Craig, twelve year old. Discontinued. Still see a few pictures around though of people really, uh, people just having them hidden away. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to say I've got um, a full bottle of yeah. of it. I noticed the Elijah Craig um, single. Uh, sorry, the small batch. The new, the newer version of that has not uh, made any list at all for it from us. Has it? No, no, it hasn't. I, we didn't particularly like the the small batch that no. much, did we? Compared to the twelve. Okay, so what's so this is number fifteen. So we're gonna we're gonna what we're gonna throw in a few ones between us on this one. Shout out what you think you would choose from this, and if I disagree, then we can have a discussion. Otherwise, I'll let you take one. I'll let you take it through. Okay, um, I would go for personally old granddad bottled in bond. Wow. So this would be, as you were saying, Blanton's Gold might not stay on the top 10 for very long. It wouldn't make the top 15 this time. Yeah, but it's been dropping, hasn't it? It has. And if we think about it, when was the last time you tried it? Well, I was hoping I was going to have a snifter tonight, but nothing's, hey. nothing's coming forward. This is this is our podcast. If, do you want to take a time out to try it oh, before well. it disappears completely? Go on then. Okay. Do you want to empty one of those out? Grab it. Um, can you see it? That's the. It's hidden away in the corner. Okay, here we go. Here's Blanton's Gold, the former Mr. Pie favourite. Still an epic bottle. Epic. 
as great as I remember. Really? <laughs> it's all very as you taste it at the time, though, isn't it? Yeah. I've tasted bourbons that I have been blown away by when we've tasted it in that moment, and Fighting Cock being one of those, yeah. and tried it again afterwards and found nothing that um, was originally there. So, is Blanton's Gold gone? It's gonna break. It's gonna. It could break the internet. Couldn't it? <laughs> it might break my internet. It's really bad. <laughs> We're lucky that it's lasted this long. Okay, so what? you want to take over? Well, I want to take over the bottled in bond. The bottled in bond. Okay. Uh, you know, I've said to people, it won't let you down. But is there anything on there that you think is better that we could both agree on? For me, it'd be between. The Woodford Double Oak. All right, I thought. Okay, and and what? And probably, probably the the single barrel, the E.H. Taylor. But as we've already taken yeah, the small batch I over, you might say that one. Yeah, but as we've taken the small batch, I, I don't feel we need to take the single barrel. And I'm not that big a fan enough of Double Oaks to argue. And what about Maker's Mark Castrant? No. Top 10 last year? Top 10 last year, but I haven't... I don't think I've had it enough this year for it to be fresh in my mind. Okay. So I'm okay to take Old Grandad Bottled in Bond? Done. Okay. So we have finally, after about 40 minutes of <laughs> deliberation, cut it down to around 15. 15. So we've got Wild Turkey Decades, Noah's Mill, Blanton Straight from the Barrel, George T. Stag, Smooth Ambler Old Scout Single Barrel, Maker's Mark Private Select... Henry McKenna Single Barrel, E.H. Taylor Small Batch, Wild Turkey 101, Parker's Heritage, Heritage, Parker's Heritage, Parker's Heritage finished in orange barrels, <laughs> Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, Stag Junior, Four Roses Single Barrel, Weller 12, and Old Grandad Bottled in Bond. I think we've done pretty good there. You'd be happy with those at a bar, wouldn't you? I'd be happy with those at bar or if any of the bourbon gents want to send me them for Christmas. Okay. Any of those at all. Right, so we need to cut that down to 10. So this one is about cutting. So we reverse now from picking ones that we want to take over into ones that we wouldn't mind losing from okay. the list. So that's difficult, but I feel like we're immediately possibly going to cut the one that we just added. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so I'm just looking at um, see if there's any pattern here. So wild turkey. Not not this makes a difference. But just wondering how our preferences go. So wild turkey is a, is a, is a winner, isn't it? Uh, Buffalo chase offerings looking good, aren't they? Uh, what else is there on there? Four roses. Mm, just seeing, yeah. Is that the is that the last Jim Beam one then? It the is. The only Jim Beam one in the top 15. It is. is it's one? the only Jim Beam to make it through. I'm going to kill it. Well, it would be my suggestion as it was kind of, it seemed like the token one to take through. So it's had its limelight. It's gone into the <laughs> top 15. We've given it that show. Then I think it becomes more difficult after that. And we are letting we are letting these companies say that, aren't we? Made the top fifteen. Exactly. We're yeah. we're so happy for them to put it on the bottle. Awards, gold, silver, 
do, do you know what we should do? We should make some of those ourselves. Right. Go around to bars and supermarkets, and while no one's looking, slap <laughs> it on the bottle. <laughs> um, okay, so old granddad bottled in bond. It, it, it got its mention, yeah, and it's been cut. And now he's getting on a bit, though, isn't he? he needs a rest. <laughs> you can't can't get him too excited. And now I think we have a problem because I can't see anything immediately that I would want to cut from this list. Um, no, it's Mel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's like an internet troll trying to bait me there. Uh, no chance. No chance at all. If we have to get um, a couple of glasses out and sit and sip on some Noah's Mill just to refresh for you how good it is. Um, no, I do, I do have to get up in the morning. Um <laughs> This is tough. This, I think this is one of the toughest lists we've had. I don't remember as being as indecisive as this no. over previous years. Okay. I mean, I think if I was going to... The, the way uh, I look at this is in a bar. Okay. Let's see, have a look at these 15 bottles on the bar. And I'm going to drink... I'm going to have 10 drinks tonight. Well, that's convenient. <laughs> <laughs> that's very convenient. Okay. Uh, that's the way for me to look at this. And I think I would drop... I know which one you're going to say. Wild Turkey 101. Wow. Okay, I don't know what you were going to say. Right. What do you think I was going to say? The Parker's Heritage. I thought you were going to drop that. Wow. Well, not immediately, no. Okay. I would... I mean, also, you, I mean, you, could, you well, could drop that. I think I'd say... I think I would disagree if we didn't have Wild Turkey represented in some other way. Yeah. And I think decades... Well, decades... Is is yeah. better. I think... Yeah. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't have to go like this, as in, well, there's two Wild Turkeys, we've got to lose one of them, obviously. No, but I would feel bad if there was no representation of Wild Turkey on that list, considering how good their drinks are. But you're right, it doesn't have to go that way. You could have two on there, you could have six on there, you could have yeah. none on there. Um, but I don't feel as bad. No, I mean, over, over the years that we've done this, Wild Turkey has been a big, big favourite of ours. Yeah, it's, yeah. like I say, it's where I yeah. where I started. Yeah. Um, okay. So Wild Turkey and Old Grandad are currently cut. I mean, we can change our minds. At any time, we can swap things in and out. Yeah. It's our list. The next one then, I mean, I think I... And this is where we're going to disagree. I probably would cut the Smooth Ambler just because I can't really remember okay, what well, it I tastes thought, like. I thought you were going to say blunting straight from the barrel there. So no, 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 no. I still remember that being really good. But we do have some of the old Scout, so we could we could pour a bit of that if you don't want to cut it. Well, I think it's it could be quite harsh to go from number three... To not being in there. Not even being in the top ten. I think it might need a little bit of a revisit, to be honest with you. Okay. Well, I will pour one. Okay. Keep looking at that list, Mr. Pye. There's got to be something else we can cut. It's very difficult. It really is, isn't it? It really is. Maybe this is the first time in the Bourbon Gents has a top 13 of the year. Yeah, yeah. We could just list the last three as top te- as 10, 10, 10. Tied positions, then, we're talking. Tied positions. 
Oh. If it gets to it, hey, it's our list. That's true. I mean, it's a cop out, but uh, are you partaking in some of this? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so let's let that sit for a, yeah. a second then. Um, okay, so we've got the, um, the smooth ambler to try. And I, I do, I guess, if we're taking the same logic as the wild turkey going and wild turkey decades staying in, you could cut stag junior and stag still represent. Okay. Um... I mean, it must, I don't know when the last time you had Stag Junior was, but it probably obviously wasn't very recent. No, it wasn't. Okay, we'll cut that one then. Yeah, so Stag Junior goes. So that's three gone, so... So now we're down to the top 12. Yes, so we have Wild Turkey out, Stag Junior out, Old Grandad bottled in Bond out, and possibly Smooth Ambler, depending on how this tasting yeah. goes. Yeah. I've got to say, it smells pretty good. But looking at that list, it's it's tough. So, what do you think then? Is it still as good as you remember? I think it is pretty good. I think. Um, oh, this is a tough one. This is a tough one, without a doubt. And I'm just thinking, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna be a little controversial here. Oh, and I'm a bit scared. No, no, not Noah's Mill. No, no, no. Oof, okay. <laughs> I'm thinking Four Rows of Single Barrel. No. After we just said it's one of the best you can get yeah, for the prize, and that why hasn't Jim Murray put it on his list and we're just about to cut it from our list? Wow, uh, well, wow. It's a, th- it's a thought. It is. I mean, it's a thought that might get you shot by the <laughs> Bourbon Gents fans who have voted it. <laughs> the World Cup winner three times in a row. Well, yes. I mean, that's not only our opinion, is it? Let's not forget that. It's, I mean, it's the opinion of the masses. I think. Know? I think that is tough. I think I would rather cr- cut the um, Elijah Craig than I would the four rows of single barrel. Really? Yes. If I if if they were on a shelf in a bar, yeah, I'd probably opt for a, a four roses before I would opt for the. The Elijah Craig. It depends what time of the night it is. True. True. I probably wouldn't start with a Elijah Craig <laughs> at sixty-eight percent. Okay. Well, Smooth Ambler can stay in. I've tried enough to okay. agree. This isn't going well, is it? No, it's not. And I would suggest it's not podcast gold either <laughs> for anyone having listened this long. Oh man. This is where I wish there were more bourbon gents, because you'd have more voices to try and help you through this. This is um, this is really hard. Well, I was going to suggest doing a live vote, but that's not going to work, is it? No. And also, it has to be our top ten, doesn't it? True. Um, okay. Well, that's, okay. Well, we decided that stays on. Yep. So something's got to come off. And... So I don't want to remove Four Roses. Presumably you don't want to remove the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. No. 
does the Parker's Heritage have to go? I really was hoping we could, it would come in at 10 as a kind of... It's one of the most interesting bourbons and we're never going to see its like again. No, true. Um, Doesn't necessarily mean it needs to make the list, but... But are, are you looking at potentially cutting Weller 12 or Noah's Mill then? Out of the two, I would cut... I'd cut the Weller. I'm not cutting Noah's Mill. There's not a chance in hell I'm cutting that. That I said goodbye to Planters Gold well, hours ago. You tried some. You tried some, and, and I, we can rewind it. But I think your your reaction was, "Oh, that's not as good as I remember." Cut that for me, idiot, won't you? Weller twelve could go. Weller twelve could go. Um, I mean, if we you, cut, you have a bottle of that. Yes. Um, when you get back from a. Hard day, the office. Do you reach the one of twelve? No, no. Um, you did point out it's one of your favourite wheaters. I did, and then that would leave us with only one wheater left on this list. Um, You're just checking the list to see if that's factually correct. I am <laughs> checking said list. <clears throat> um, okay, if we took out Weller twelve. Yeah. Oh God, I'm gonna. I might have to take out four roses with you because you're not really. Gonna, well, you're not gonna move on Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, right? Which I would take out. Well, I think I've I've given enough. Really, this this particular year. <laughs> okay, then. Well, a twelve and four roses single barrel come out, which would give us our. Five out, and would leave us with the top ten. Wow! You look at, when you look at that, it's a bit scary, isn't it? Well, looking at the fact that we've removed Wild Turkey One Hundred One, Four Roses Single Barrel, and Weller Twelve, all previous top ten finishers. Yeah, that is scary. But times change, <laughs> Mister Pie. Times change. <laughs> or maybe we're just drunk, and we'll massively, <laughs> massively regret this list in the morning. Um, I think this is about fighting for what you want, right? And what you think should be in there. And for me, I don't think Parker's Heritage um, Orange finish is going to be in the top 10 next year. I don't. No. But I do think of this year's bourbons that I have tried, there has been nothing like that. So it's worthy of a top 10 finish? Yes. And I think it, it doesn't really matter what we said about four as a single barrel because all of that all of what we said is correct, but it doesn't necessarily have to make it into our top ten because of that. No, it's not some not saying we don't like it and we're not saying I don't know, I feel like a hypocrite from yeah. just saying how amazing it was and how is it not appearing on people's lists and then we take it off our list. It just doesn't it doesn't ring. What if we removed E.H. Taylor small batch? Well, that's another possibility, isn't it? Bring back in four rows of single barrel. Okay. Convincing ourselves there, aren't we? Um... Oh, this is tough. I, I, I thought we were just going to breeze through this bit. Yeah. Okay, if we if we left it like this, then the, the top ten in no order yeah. would be 
Wild Turkey Decades, Noah's Mill, Blanton Straight from the Barrel, George T. Stagg, Smooth Ambler Old Scout Single Barrel, Maker's Mark Private Select, Henry McKenna Single Barrel, Parker's Heritage, Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, and Four Roses Single Barrel. Are we picking them for a single barrel because of nostalgic nostalgic reasons? That's what I was going to say. I think we are. But also it's damn good. Yeah. But at the same time, we took off Wild Turkey 101, which is also damn good. So True. Okay. But four as a single barrel is is, is still up there in our memory banks. And for me, the E.H. Taylor Small Batch is is not... Up there, yeah. In my memory banks, might be up in yours because you have a bottle, yeah. And that, and you do reach for that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's, yeah. it's a good, it's a damn good bourbon that I do drink. So <clears throat> I don't know. So this is this is basically the moment then, just between four rows of single barrel and E H Taylor small batch, on which one we cut. Yeah. I'll let you decide. Um. I think we cut four roses. Okay. Actually painful to do this. Okay. Nobody knows my address, do they? (laughs) Actually, (laughs) I won't point it out, but there is a very easy way to find your address online from that stupid mistake we made not too long ago. Okay. Okay, so then there we have it. We have our final 10, if not our final ten ordered more, 10. Yeah. So our final 10 is, I've, I've read them out a million times. You you read this. Uh, this is our final 10 in no particular order. Yeah, it's Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, Parker's Heritage finished in orange Caracal barrels, E.H. Taylor Small Batch, Henry McKenna Single Barrel, Maker's Mark Private Select, Whiskey Shop number two, Smooth Ambler Old Scout Single Barrel, George T. Stag, 2016, Blanton Straight from the Barrel, Noah's Mill, and Wild Turkey Decades. Okay? Okay. Uh, I don't think I'd be, if somebody served me any one of those, there'd be no questions. That would just be a damn good bourbon to be served. So now we just need to put them in an order. I think this might be our longest running time for a bourbon of the year, which proves how difficult this is getting. Year on year. Yeah, because we try more. Definitely. More, I, I remember more, our yeah. first year, I think we'd only tried like 10 bourbons. <laughs> it was pretty easy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Knob Creek made our top 10 the first year. <laughs> it did. I think it did. It did. Knob Creek Rye, I might add. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, crap. We changed the rules, didn't we? We have. We oh, have. And Knob Creek Small Batch did as well. Knob Creek Rye and Knob Creek Small Batch made our top 10. You're <laughs> shitting me. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> they were poor days, weren't they? Right, okay. Um, You've probably already um, followed our thought process. So we've got Parker's Heritage goes in... At number 10. Number 10. Yeah. yeah, I think okay. so. It's getting a shout. It reaches the number 10. I think that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think they'll be very happy with that. <laughs> Don't you? I think they'll ring us up and, and say thank you. I'm sure. They might send us some uh, the the latest the Parker's rye. Heritage. Wow. Yeah, the rye. Yeah, that yeah. would be nice. Yeah, obviously not a contender for the top ten. I'm willing to put Parker's Heritage at number one if we think we'll send us the rye. Okay. <laughs> okay, so that's at number ten, which is fair. Um, I would make a shout for putting Noah's Mill in at number nine. 
Oh. I think it's only hanging on because I like it. Right? It would be higher up the list for me, but... That's very fair. Very fair of you. Thank you. So, Noah's Mill goes in at number nine. Okay. Okay. Um, I think next, I would... My preference is to go for uh, E.H. Taylor's small batch. I think as we nearly removed it, that would make sense. In fact... Maybe that goes number nine and Noah's Mill goes number eight. Yeah. We didn't... We didn't. Still, 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 place. <laughs> I'm giving it more room so that it can be number nine next year. <laughs> okay, so at the moment then, and again, this can be changed. Um, yeah. Noah's Mill at eight. Yeah. E.H. Taylor's Small Batch at nine. And Parker's Heritage um, Orange Curacao Barrels at ten. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um... I mean, I'd say Decades and Stag have got to be in the top five. So we could place okay, those, yeah, we okay. could at least place those for now in the top five. Well, Stag, we we're going to try it soon, aren't we? We are, yeah. It's made the top okay. ten, so we need to give it a try. Depending on, on where it goes, if we put it at number one, no need to, no need to try it, of course. Even though we haven't written up the Maker's Mark Private Select Review, can you remember what score you gave it? I think I gave it... I want to say I gave it a nine. It's got to be a good score. I think I gave it a nine. Okay. Um, I really, really liked it. I don't think it's a... I don't think it's a top three. So, for now, maybe it could go in at... It could go in at five. Um... Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm happy with that. I mean, I think I fought pretty hard for Smooth Ambler. You did. But I'm happy for it to go six or seven. Okay. So at the moment then, it's um, we've got Provisional, Stag at three, Wild yeah. Turkey Decades at four, Maker's Mark Private Select at five, Smooth Ambler at six, No Seven yet, Noah's Mill at eight, EHZ Small Batch at nine, and Parker's Heritage at ten. Yeah. Okay, then... Mm. Mm. Barrel proof at seven. Yeah, I agree. Now this is interesting. Then, so we have um, Blanton straight from the barrel, and Henry McKenna left, and we have a one and two slot left. So yeah, they... I don't think that's how it's going to. No, I don't either. Out, though, no, do no. So let's um, we'll put them in. So I think we're set on the bottom five. Um, the oh, the bottom six, six yeah. even, yes. So from five down to ten, I think we're fairly set. Yeah. yeah? yeah. So Maker's Mark at five, Smooth Ambler at six, Elijah Craig Barrel Proof at seven, Noah's Mill at eight, EHTL Small Batch at nine, Parker's Heritage at ten. Yeah. That leaves us with a top four in no particular order of Henry McKenna, single barrel, Blanton straight from the barrel, George T. Stagg and Wild Turkey Decades. Now, now what do we do? <laughs> um, this is, yeah. I think it's now time to re- revisit some of them. All right. So, should we revisit Stag first? 
Yeah. It's going to blow our taste buds away and we won't be able to taste anything else. I mean, we've been drinking Henry McKenna all night. Yeah. Um, and for me, that's that's top three at the moment, for sure. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Wow, really? I thought you were really, really going to be impressed with the Henry McKenna. Well, I'm just looking at what, what it's up against. Uh, True. You know, the decades was wow, wasn't it? It was. Oh, my God. I've just tried some of the stack, and holy shit, it's good. We do this every year. <laughs> that is... That is still amazing. Okay, it's better than Henry McKenna. Okay. <laughs> See, I thought, um, coming into this... I was going to give Henry McKenna my shout for number one. Really? Yes. I haven't tried anything else all year that has made me, like Wild Turkey Decades did, made me think it was better than Stag. Hmm. Hmm, Indeed. So we've got Henry McKenna, Blanton straight from the barrel, George T. Stang and Wild Turkey Decade, and we just need an order for them. Uh, okay. And we have to agree. I can already tell you're thinking of putting Henry McKenna at number four. Um, not necessarily. It could make the top three. Okay. What about Blanton straight from the barrel at four? Yeah? Yeah. You sure? I just don't want to fall in the trap of just doing the same. But it's not about that, is it? No, it's not. I think if we were someone like Jim Murray or somebody else, we probably would be looking for something different to be number one and convince ourselves of it. Yeah. We're not. Okay. You just over time, right? I'm going to paste okay. it again um, from here. So, answer straight from the barrel. And what did I take out? Decades. Okay. Top. Okay, so that would leave us at the moment with Blanton straight from the barrel at number four. So we've got Henry McKenna, single barrel, Wild Turkey Decades, and George T. Stagg in our top three. Yeah. And that just needs an order. So tell me again um, why Henry McKenna wound you so much from a uh, a late runner. I think I wasn't expecting much from it. Mm. So obviously never tried any variant of it before. No. So I have no history with it. I thought it was going to be one of those that was maybe just hyped up a little bit. And also single barrels are hit and miss. Yeah. And True. <clears throat> so I wasn't sure what I was going to be getting from this. And straight from the nose... I think you could just tell it was going to be good. And it doesn't always then follow through. But that that chocolatey aroma, mm-hmm. the heavy wood that is just a preference of mine, almost you can almost taste the char. And then when you take a sip, there's chocolate, but then also a bit of pepper and spice on the back end. 
which mix quite well, and it finds that balance, which I find difficult to find in most bourbons. I think to decide the top three, I think we might need a little taste of the decades. Sure. Don't you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. To be fair. That's true. Because we've had the Henry McKenna and the George T. Stag now. Yep. I'm just going to try the McKenna one last time. Yeah. Oh, God, it's good. I suppose it's good. Or is this top three? Okay, let's pull out the decades. Possibly one of the greatest bottles of all time. Excuse the noises. Do you think anyone's really still listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would heavily, I'd heavily doubt it at this point. So now this hasn't had a chance to sit. No, and that true. always worries me a little bit. True. We did give the stag a good hour. Yeah. And the McKenna we'd been drinking throughout the the pod. Still off the nose. Very fruity nose. And still a great drink. But I prefer the Henry McKenna. You do? I do. This is this is really, really difficult now. Mm. I mean it seems boring to give stag. Bourbon of the year, three years in a row. I mean, it really does. It's like we've got no... <laughs> we've just got no inventiveness about us. <clears throat> um, the, the missionary position of Bourbon, is that right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> a very, very expensive missionary <laughs> position. I think for me it would go... <sighs> so... Yeah, I think obviously we've we've only just poured the wild turkey decades. Yeah, which is it doesn't stand against the George Stang, does it? It doesn't, no, which I think we found last year as yeah. well. But how does it stand against the McKenna? Because we could put Wild Turkey decades in at three. We could. I mean I'm not I'm not gonna argue too much about the, the McKenna. Were you really not that impressed? No, that's what I'm saying. So I'm not arguing about it. Not. Oh um, right, I thought you weren't. You weren't no. going to argue for it. No, um, I, I do want to sit, have more time with it, and I'm, I look forward to doing the review. So, but I got a bit giddy about you know finding it available. Yes, as well. But that's where I thought I would be disappointed yeah. by it. I thought the you finding it and the excitement of it. Yeah. Um, plus the fact it was hard to come by. I thought that might add to your enthusiasm yeah. for it. Okay, so Wild Turkey Decades at three. Yeah. And you've already said Henry McKenna is no stag, which means... <laughs> which means... <laughs> which means stag is going to be bourbon of the year again for the third year in a row. So we have... Um, tr- another triple crown winner then, don't we? I mean, it's, the four rows of single barrel World Cup is not our doing. You can't blame us for that. No. But this is definitely our this doing. This is our doing, it? yeah. I mean, what, the problem with this is, what, what's going to beat it? No. We're going to end up having to find Stag 2019 <laughs> to beat it. True. This is going to be problematic every year now, isn't it? I better start saving up. I, I'm, genuinely, it. I'm genuinely worried now that that we may as well just start doing a top nine. 
Okay, so for anyone still listening, I know it's been a very, very long um, hour and a bit, but we have our top ten. We do. So, at number one is George T. Stank for the third year in a row. Okay, and then we have a new entry, Henry McKenna, single barrel, ten-year-old, yep. number two. At number three, slipping one place, is Wild Turkey Decades. And then we have number four, which is Blanton's Straight from the Barrel. Another new entry. Another new entry, that's right. At number five, yet another one, is Maker's Mark Private Select, Whiskey Shop number two. Which, um, I'm surprised he got, got into the top five, to be honest with you. You know, if you're looking at the original listings, I thought I thought that's done really, really well. Yeah, not I, necessarily going to stay there, though, is it? No, I don't think. I think it's one of the another one of those this year. Yeah. It's been a surprise. Came out of nowhere. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. Uh, number six is Smooth Ambler Old Scout Single Barrel. Yeah, which has dropped three places. Dropped three places. Number seven is another new entry, which didn't even make the cuts last year. No. Is Elijah Craig Barrel Proof the sixty eight percent version? Yeah. Uh, number eight. Oh dear! Oh dear! What's oh dear! What's happened? Noah's, Noah's not, he's not doing very well, is he? Oh, he's still hanging in there. Oh, yeah. Noah's Mill is still in our top ten. A previous winner, and down from five to number eight. I'm just thinking if that's the only bourbon to be in, all in four consecutive years. It is, because gold, gold's gone, and we cut four, four roses. Yeah. So it's the only one from the original top ten. Wow. Um, and only because I keep voting for it. Uh, number nine is E.H. Taylor Small Batch, down from number four. Drop in a little bit. Yeah. And finally, just sneaking into the top ten, is Parker's Heritage, um, the finished bourbon in orange caracol barrels. Wow. <laughs> I didn't think that was going to come out there. <laughs> okay, so that's our top ten of 2019. 2019. Okay, that has been... That's actually tired me out a bit, that. Has it? Yeah, I can't imagine what listening to it was like. <laughs> but, but that is probably... Well, you'll never know, because you never listen to them. That's true. I don't, I don't edit these, so I will not listen to this one back. But that is a... That's been a tough list this year, I think, to make. I think it, I think it has. And I think it goes to prove, um, clearly, the longer we do this, the more difficult it's going to be. Yeah, most definitely. And, and if you look from the... The very first time we did this, when we were really... I know we're still bourbon amateurs now, I think. But compared to our first year doing this list and some of the bourbons on there... I mean, Knob Creek Rye. Knob Creek Rye made our top ten the first year we did it. (laughs) Insane. Um, So I think we've come a long way since then. And I think, quite rightly, George T. Stagg is still top. I I just hope that something beats it next year. And I think if we've learned anything this year is to not um, start recording until we've got down to 15. <laughs> <laughs> True. Maybe, maybe maybe for next year. Maybe let us know in the comments. Maybe uh, maybe it's too long. So anyway, so is there anything else you want to say, Mr. Pye? Otherwise, we'll call this one to a close. Well, I'd just like to thank um, all the listeners and the readers of um, the website stuff that we, we work quite hard on. Um, Thank you for following us on all the social media, reading our reviews. Our viewing figures are still great. We've got more reviews coming out very soon. Um, Makers Mark Private Select, Mellow Corn, which um, I'm a particular fan of. 
Henry McKenna's single barrel. We can review that properly. Four Roses 130. Will we ever release that review? Yeah, it's true. Maybe not. Um, I think I want to echo that though. I, uh, the support that people show the website yeah. is, yeah, year on year, we are up yeah. uh, massively on our figures. Yeah. So thank you to everyone that, that visits our website, that reads our content. And especially thank you to those people that have been leaving comments. Yeah. So that's another thing that we, we created this thing in the first place so that we could have discussions with people that read our content. Yeah. And you don't, and you don't have to agree. You don't have to. No, no, we've, we've had a fair amount of comments that haven't agreed with what we've put. And, um, if you have already signed up for the newsletter, thank you very much. And you can sign up for the newsletter on our website and we're going to release one. Uh, yeah. this this month we oh, will aren't we Mav yeah plugging this podcast that you're now listening to <laughs> so, and, and other things so thank you things. for subscribing and listening to this podcast before we push it in the subscribing thing you're going to get okay well it's been fun um, we don't have time I was hoping maybe we would sneak in a random three of our favourite things we don't All have right, time we don't have time um, so maybe we will do a special one of those in the new year so thank you very much and um It's good night from me. And it's goodbye from me and our winner, George T. Stagg.